you are 70 years old and you want to take up tap dancing, (laughs) this is is your time. Welcome to the Yes You May live stream podcast, live here on YouTube and then pushed out everywhere you get your podcasts. Excited to be here. It is 2022, my friends. And that means it is time for everybody to start thinking about their resolutions, their goals what they're up to this year, and to reflect on 2021. Now, it's a big topic, right? We all tend to consider, make plans, get aspirations for the new year. But what happens a lot of the time? We get a big grand idea, and uh, nothing, nothing happens, right? Yeah. We don't take action towards it. We don't have a plan. Or we do a few days going really, really strong on a mega goal and just fade off because we haven't actually set ourselves up to succeed. Now, I've talked about habits and my thought process on habit forming before, so we'll do a quick touch on that. But then I also have an idea that I have been mulling over for a while, and I was listening to a book this morning. um, And of course, now that I say it, I'm going to space on it, so I'll think of it in the meantime. But... And it gave me a new perspective on sleep and how the moments that we go, the moments before we actually go to sleep, how much they really matter and how that really is an indicator for the rest of your day, the following day, for how your life is going to be set up. So that's something I want to share and that's something I want to talk to you about. But first, let's talk about these habits and these resolutions. Um, I saw one of my friends post how resolutions are ridiculous (laughs) and how he thinks that you shouldn't create resolutions because you're not actually going to follow through with them, but instead you should create habits and goals. And I like that comment, but I also feel like resolutions are a good way to get your mind going, to consider what you have done, and to consider where you want to go. So I do agree that there are some better ways than others to create habits, to create goals, and to do goal setting. But I do think it's important. But what I think is more important than just creating new things is to reflect a little bit, take the time to think back on your wins from the year prior. And to not discount smaller wins that maybe you overlooked. I think it's important for you to consider what have you accomplished and where have you grown in the last year? You know, maybe you aren't where you thought you would be or where you would set out to be, but that's okay. You still have accomplished things. You still have grown. And it's important to look back and acknowledge those things and say, dang, okay, maybe I have done more than I realized because it's really easy. I I do this all the time. It is really easy that when you're caught up in your own little world that you forget about the small things that have happened, that you overlook where you have come from, and that you compare yourself to people that are above or beyond or further down the line than you. And I was listening to somebody else's podcast recently, and I wish I remembered who it was. Apparently, I'm just not going to remember to quote anything today, and I will try to put all this in the notes, but it's good information. And the guy was talking about how he... Uh, is weight training and becoming a weight trainer. I don't, I don't know what, what do you call that? A weight lifter, a heavy lifter. I don't know, whatever. And how he used to look at people who were stronger than him 
as stronger and better and, you know, above. And what weight training has reframed his mind to realize is that they're just six weeks ahead of him or six months ahead of him, maybe even six years. And I really like that concept uh, to appreciate where you are, see the people who are where you want to go and understand that it's not that you're not as good or you're not as talented or whatever you want to come up with for the excuse. I know I personally come up with all the excuses all the time and it doesn't help me one bit, but the, they're just further down the path than you are. They've just climbed the mountain higher already. And that doesn't mean you can't follow those footsteps. The key is, can you learn from them? Because if you can, why not? They don't even have to know. And can you apply those things in your own life? So reflect back on 2021 and give yourself some more credit. Take the time to write a list of at least one thing each month that you were proud of yourself for. Each month. You don't have to go crazy. It doesn't have to take a million hours. It doesn't have to be this big activity. But one thing each month that you can think back and say, oh, I'm proud. I'm proud of myself for doing that. And I think that will give you more perspective as to how far you've come and where you can go. And when you've done that, then you can see, okay, what am I going to accomplish this year? What are the habits that I want to create? What are the goals I want to set? And don't limit yourself think small, but at the same time, when you're creating these habits, when you're creating these goals, make things attainable. Because when you believe, when you truly feel like you can do something and believe in yourself towards something, that's when things create change and you actually are successful at it. So Break things down into smaller chunks. Don't say, and I've, I've definitely talked about this before. Don't say, I'm going to run five miles every single day when you haven't ran, I don't know, in a really long time. <laughs> Break that down into something smaller and give yourself attainable goals. So maybe you walk a mile today. Hello, that's a win. And maybe tomorrow you run a mile and a half. Instead of saying, oh, I already failed at my goal, give yourself smaller, different benchmarks, but maybe a minimum. So I'm at least going to walk for 20 minutes every day. And I'm using this as a specific example because I know a lot of us go towards the health and fitness with our resolutions. And I think for me, I know... I'll go off on this like I haven't been doing it. Now I'm going to do it a bunch of times and then life gets in the way. And then I'm like, well, now I haven't done it forever. And Don't give yourself such incredibly lofty goals to hit swiftly. But give yourself smaller attainable things and different milestones that you're going to accept from yourself. Maybe it's meditation or prayer. And if you just take five minutes to just sit quietly with yourself and your thoughts. Even though you want to do 20 minutes a day, sometimes it doesn't happen. That's still a win. Or even if you just take one minute, you put a timer on, you say, I'm just going to tune everything out for a minute and just breathe. That's still a win. 
no matter what time of the day you've done it at, even if it's just before bedtime. So how can you take the things that you want to do to create habits to empower yourself to stick with them and continue to do them? You don't have to always go for the huge goal right out the gate. And in fact, that I don't think that's the way to go. I don't think I don't think setting yourself up like that works. I think that it initially gives you a reason to fail. So break it down into something smaller. Maybe it's something with eating. Or maybe it's just, I'm going to take an action today, every day, right? I want to be, I, this is something I'm doing. I want to be somebody who takes more action. So I don't want to procrastinate as much. So I don't want to feel like, oh, I could have, would have, should have. How can I create that feeling every day? Well, instead of waiting to do something, I say, oh, this is the one thing. I'm just going to do it right now. It could be as small as ordering, I've used this example, ordering a Brita filter because I used the last one, right? Right then and there. It could be as small as getting a $2.78 bill in the mail for some lab work you had done and you just say, oh, I'm just going to pay it right now. And let that be the one thing that you do as your action. Of course, you could do more. <laughs> you don't have to limit yourself and be like, oh, well, I've done it for the day. <laughs> but make sure you do one thing each day. Because when you build your habits slowly and gradually, you create that perception of yourself that is the person who does that, who follows through. But be a little bit more flexible with your goals. I know when I didn't drink for a month, it was tricky because if you don't know, I also work in the alcohol industry, so I'm around it a lot. And what I did for myself was give myself alternatives. So this is kind of a different example, just to give you some more thoughts. Instead of saying, oh, I'm just never going to drink, da, 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 I got myself kombucha that is a little more expensive than I would normally spend. I bought myself fancy teas. I came up with different drinks to substitute non-alcoholic beers. They exist. They're actually, they're not too bad. Heineken makes a pretty good one. Just saying. But I had things in place to enable myself to be successful by taking time in advance to put things in my world that allowed me to accomplish my goal. So when I felt like having a drink, I had a nice tea I could have. I had kombucha. I had non-alcoholic beers. And therefore, I was successful in not drinking because instead of just having, you know, the full liquor cabinet and only water, I gave myself alternatives and set myself up for success. So in your own habits, in your own goals, in your own resolutions for 2022, how can you break it down, do a little pre-work, make yourself smaller, attainable, different milestones, and set yourself up for success rather than failure by going too crazy, too big, too fast. You want to induct long-term change. 
that is positive. Of course, hopefully, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> but you want to be able to succeed in that. Now, something that I have been um, thinking a lot about lately is sleep. And probably because I'm not sleeping great. I, you know, the holiday stress. Hello. I just wake up. The temperature changes. If you're here in Georgia, it's it was like 72 days ago. It's like 34. To, like, it's all over the place. I don't think that's helping any. But I've been trying to do some research on, like, how do I sleep better? Because what I've learned is without good sleep, all the rest of these habits, all the rest of the stuff, it's not going to make as much of a difference. Because if you don't get good quality sleep, you're not setting yourself up to be your most productive self the following day. Makes sense, right? We got to rest. We got to move our bodies. When we're awake, use your body, lose your body. It is all the same. And if we don't get that quality sleep, we're not giving ourselves the ability to have a great next day, or at least not as easily. You still could have a great next day, but maybe it took you a really long time to get going. I know I have a really hard time getting going in the morning. I'm a night person. I'm not super productive in the mornings. It's not my thing. So I'm trying to give myself better quality sleep. And something that keeps me up at night is worrying about what's going on tomorrow. Stressing about all the things I got to do. So I came up with this idea of a journal that allows me to write down, you know, any things that are on my mind that I got to do the next day. But what I've also learned is that the mindset that which you go to sleep in is where your subconscious lives. What does that mean? That means if I go to bed feeling angst, I'm going to feel angst all night long, which will potentially cause me to not sleep as well, which means that when I wake up the next day, I'm going to have an anxious day. I won't realize it, but I haven't set myself up for that success. If I go to sleep feeling good, abundant, feeling accomplished, I will sleep better. I will put my mind and my subconscious into a better state, which will result in a better day tomorrow. And the ability to actually go towards my dreams and accomplish things more. This is from a book that I've been listening to. I've listened to it like twice, I think, all the way through. It's a short book from 1944. I'm going to look it up real quick while we are talking about this. Because I think it's really important to understand what this means. Okay, it's called Feeling is the Secret by Neville. Goddard. Feeling is a secret by Neville Goddard. I will put it in the show notes as well. Oh, come on, camera. You're not going to focus. All right. Well, feeling is the secret by Neville Goddard. It's from 1944. And the big thing that I took away from it is you need to go to sleep in a productive mindset in terms of feeling good about yourself, feeling accomplished, feeling positive towards your goals, believing that you already have these things. So in my journal, I have decided what I'm going to do, and I would love to know if anybody else wants to try this with me. I'm going to try it for the month of January. I'm going to write down three things that I am proud of myself for from that day. 
And it could be as simple as I got up when the alarm went off and I didn't hit snooze. It can be I took the dog on a longer walk. It could be I responded to the emails right away. I didn't wait. I didn't procrastinate. I one touched them, which is when, you know, you see something and you just do it right then and there. You only have a one touch on it. This is a concept my mentor Darren taught me. And so it's just done. You don't have to think about it again. It's not creating mental capital. Anything that you are proud of yourself for, maybe you, maybe you didn't drink all day. That's a win in my book. Maybe you um, just had vegetables. Maybe you didn't have any extra sugar. What are three things that you're proud of yourself? And I want you to write those down in your journal. Write down any of your twos that you don't want to forget about as well. And then, I don't know if we need anything else, but so any to-dos that you have, three things that you're proud of yourself for from that day, small, big, doesn't matter. And maybe, I don't know, try something you're looking forward to. Or write down an affirmation, um, how you want to show up in the world. Write down a goal. But most importantly, three things that you are proud of yourself for from that day. And really feel it. Take time to take it in. Really like, yeah, that was awesome. I'm glad I did that. Go me. High five yourself, you know. And when you've done this for the rest of the month, if you're enjoying me, let me know. Put it in the comments if you think this is the kind of fun idea. I want to know what you think. I think that what that will do, and even if this is a placebo effect, I'm okay with it. I'm just going to say that, is set your mind to a better state prior to falling asleep, which will inherently give you better sleep. This is my theory. It's not science just yet, but I might do a study on it if I can figure out how to do that. I don't know. <laughs> and it'll give you a more productive following day. You'll feel good. How can you feel good about yourself right before you go to sleep? I think that's a good way to do it. Write down things that you are proud of yourself from that day, whatever they may be. That's what I'm going to try for this month. Let me know if you want to join me on that. I think it'll be an interesting little, interesting little thing among other things that I'll be doing. That's, that's my thoughts on resolutions, creating habits. Give yourself more leeway than just stagnant goals. Break them down into smaller steps, into smaller things that you can be proud of for yourself. And be consistent about acknowledging what you have done, big, small, or indifferent, that you're proud of yourself for each day. That is how you really create the life that you want because you will be feeling good and ultimately aside from material possessions and creating your own impact on the world, like being happy, feeling good about yourself, feeling a sense of accomplishment. That's the ultimate day in and day out 
we can't take things with us, but if we don't have regrets, if we take more action, find more satisfaction from it, feel like we're doing good things, it's going to be hard for anything but positive to come into your life. So ultimately what the law of attraction is, is feeling good and having more good come to you. That's it. (laughs) That's what I got this week. I hope you have a beautiful, blessed, productive, amazing 2022. Stay with me and I, I hope to help you out in any way I can. If you have thoughts, ideas, I'd love to hear them. And uh, we will see you again next week here on Yes You May with me, your host, Amanda May Gray. If you are 70 years old and you want to take up tap dancing, <laughs> this, is, this is your time. 